Thanks so much to Pod Plays Podcast, bringing great stories, epic songs, audio dramas that are a movie for your ears. Within each story, you'll discover new and original music by Nashville's top hit songwriters. Visit podplays.com to find the stories, the app, and links to follow Pod Plays on all your favorite social media sites. Let's think about childhood, not about you being an old man that needs to be regular. Uh, <laughs> uh, it does feel re- good to be regular. You know what I love to put my granola syrup? Oh, I, oh. I love to put prudes in it. <laughs> I love some prudes. You ever had prune nuts? <laughs> we just took a turn. I tell you what's here I love is prune nuts. Oh, uh, man, prune nuts are so good. I never pooped as good as when I eat a prune nut. <laughs> Golly. This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from... Where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. He was Kid Rock's DJ with the group Twisted Brown Tucker. He's a multi-platinum selling artist with songs like Follow Me, Drift Away, and one of my favorite Kenny Chesney songs, When the Sun Goes Down. Chris, Don't Blink is on that list too now. Don't get, don't start crying again. He's the king of the trucker hat, and he's a cool fella to come be on our show. And it's everybody's uncle, Uncle Cracker. What's up, buddy? Thanks for being on our show. Heck yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, fellas. Man, we're honored. Man. I was like, what else am I going to do with this Saturday afternoon up here? <laughs> and we knew you weren't doing nothing, so we said, you yeah. could probably just going to be on our show. <laughs> you just yeah, back here playing Sopranos Pinball, which is pretty awesome. How much did that cost you? <laughs> How much that pinball machine cost Man, you? I, it's, been in, it's been here for like almost 20 years now. Really? I, don't, I, I don't even remember. Long time. You know what's funny? I remember there wasn't a, there was only. Go ahead. My bad. Well, I was just going to say that I remember when uh, this was, you know, 20 years ago when the Sopranos, the show was kind of hot and things were, you know, it was big, it was getting bigger. And uh, I know HBO, I think they must have done like a soundtrack thing with the record label I was on. So I kind of had an in to get one of these pinball machines because they only made like a handful of them and they just offered them to a few people. And uh, so I, I kind of got lucky in that that uh, I don't remember it being cheap, though. Oh, like I don't remember uh, this for some reason. I I remember getting into this big long t- uh, pinball story, or uh, it was a big pinball chat with somebody about pinball machines, and they were basically trying to tell me that there's only like one company left in the world that builds these pinball machines, and uh, it was pretty. Uh, it was it was more than I ever wanted to know about pinball <laughs> machines. But it's one of them stories. <laughs> kind of depressing, actually. <laughs> There's only it one is, pinball machine get company you, that makes them or something like that. You know what's funny is we were just talking about the ending of Sopranos just literally before this show. Well, how did you feel about the ending of Sopranos, the final episode? I felt like I got f***ed. 
Did you? I felt like I'd spent how many how many years oh, watching man. this show? Like nine. And they just ended it with like that. <laughs> That's how I ended it. Yeah. Nothing. So you didn't like, like it? Cock soup. No. They just they just no. ended it in a in a a, a booth. <laughs> A booth in the, like, in the in the restaurant, and there. You know what's funny is we were somebody could have came up. My bad, I, I forget about the uh, the ear pod stuff. Oh, no, like no. I don't know if I'm behind. Oh no, we're always. I, I just don't want to. Uh, I usually don't say anything at all. No, no, we want you and to talk I, more yeah. than us. So you want to <laughs> talk about pinball machines, <laughs> and Sopranos? You just start talking. We'll we'll shut up and listen. <laughs> No, we're following you. No pun intended. <laughs> anyway, the Sopranos, it's funny because um, I watched, we had watch parties for Sopranos for right. a long time and when it was coming out. And then when it got closer to the, for some reason, I, the last season, I never watched it. And I think because I was waiting for the whole season to come out mm-hmm. before I watched it because I wanted to binge the whole thing. And then I started hearing everybody talk about how bad the ending was and – I never watched the ending, so I really don't even know what happened. So you're saying it was just a booth, like in a, in a restaurant? Well, it's just they're getting, you know, they're getting away. Uh, they're kind of, you know, uh, trying to go out on the lamb or whatever, and and they're there they are in a booth in a restaurant. I think that might be how it ends. Oh, he didn't get shot. So I don't want to ruin it for you. Well, I'm never going to uh, watch it. <laughs> You get, have to. Did he get shot? That's what I, I thought that's what everybody said. He got shot. So they kind of left it up to people's imagination. Oh, one of those cliffhangers. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. It's really dumb. Like they give, uh, you know, people entirely too much credit to let them try to figure out what happened to the ending of this big, long, dragged out uh, series. I hate you when know, they do a that. A million things could have happened. Yeah. I do too. I did that one time. I went through and I watched Sons of Anarchy the whole season, or not well, the whole the whole series. There was more than one season. Obviously, there was I don't know how many seasons there was, but I even I even suffered through this horrible like season they threw at you in Ireland of all places. Like so, but then I get to the very final end, and then I get to like the last episode the finale and i never watched it i never watched it i watched every episode up until the very last one and didn't watch the last one so i kind of feel like you right now uh how you didn't watch the end of sopranos and it's um, and you were like heavily invested in yeah. sons of anarchy weren't you it yeah i was i was yes way more invested in it than i should have been let me tell and, you how uh, invested i was I, in my in my teen i was a teenager at the time in my room was Sopranos posters that I had spent a lot of money to be framed. That was what was on my wall. It was it was two Sopranos posters. It was uh, the Godfather, but it was the uh, the Italian version Godfather, Goodfellas. That was mm-hmm. surrounding my wall, and I still never watched the end of Sopranos. So anyway, this show is not about Sopranos, though. <laughs> but people but how like, come you didn't this? though? Is there an actual reason why you didn't? Well, like I said, I was waiting for the whole season to come out because right. by this time, we we owned all. I actually still to this day I own that last season on DVD because I bought the box set. I was waiting for this for for me to be able to purchase the DVD and right. just to watch it all at once. That's what I wanted to do because we already owned 
all of the other seasons. And I still own that last season. I've never watched one episode of the last season. But uh, I, I was waiting on that. By the time that yeah. happened, that came out, everybody was talking about the ending and how much it sucked. And it was the worst HBO ending of all time. And then I still bought the box set, but I never – still to this day I have no desire to go watch it because I feel like I already know that it's disappointing. And I don't know. It's weird. It's the same as you. You probably know the ending of Sons of Anarchy, right? <laughs> I mean, I heard different little things, and uh, like, tell I you? think maybe I'm kind of feeling now. <laughs> yeah, yes. Jax dies on a motorcycle in the end. Come on. Yep. Really? Sure enough. Commits suicide, I believe. Runs into, I believe that's what happened, if I remember correctly. Oh, he did it on purpose. Yeah, runs, I believe he ran his motorcycle into a semi-truck or something. I believe that's what happened. Wow. It was very, very stupid. To be honest with you, worst ending I've ever yeah, seen in a movie. Yeah, and then they probably tied it in with one of them like, "This is for my boy." You know, I'm You're gonna, right? Yeah, I don't <laughs> want him to grow up in this life of mine, so I'm gonna take myself out, and then I'm he's gonna grow up to be a. He's it's always a college. heroic thing that they try to. <laughs> yeah, was you a writer on that show? <laughs> 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 I tell you, one no, of the worst my, endings. Uh, my five-year-old was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I take it you're not watching Mayans now. No. <laughs> no. No. But <laughs> did that thing make it? Did it? Did it make it? I don't know. I've never seen the it, Mayan. but I know it's still on FX. It's still doing something. What's the worst ending? The worst ending is ironically. I'm trying to think of the name of the, of the movie I watch, and I, I got all the way through this movie. It's it's like a, a war. It's like an end of the world ending, you know, a movie. And it's, I think it's called how it ends <laughs> or something like that. It's Whoa. like a, it's like how it ends or how it all ends or, or something like that it has end in the, this is the end. I can't remember. I have to look it up. But anyway, it, and I was like all the way through the movie and at the end of it, it ends by t these two guys, and they're on this Jeep, and they're trying to outrun. And, the, the, you know, the world is supposed to be blowing up. And it starts blowing up behind them. And the world ends. That's how it ends is the world ends. And everybody dies. Right. Well, they told you that's what was going to happen. Yeah. It's like, really? That's <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well. Everybody in the world died. That's how it ends. Okay. And that's how, and it's called – I'm pretty sure it's called how it ends. They're trying to outrun the planet blowing up. That's, that's yeah, funny. No, they're, they're, there's just – things blowing up, and they're, they're like – it's just like, what? This has turned into a movie review with Uncle Cracker. Chris, it really doesn't has. that make you feel like an ass <laughs> Chris, doesn't that make you feel like an ass too like being a songwriter how much time you've spent like exactly i don't know that doesn't seem like the right title and then you see people throwing stuff out there like that and you're like what? <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> the, the title is uh the world ends at the end of this movie that's probably the title of that movie uh, let's get to this fast five you ready uncle cracker all right i'm ready what's your favorite cartoon woody woodpecker Wow, that's yeah, like the that. classic. Heck yeah. Yes, sir. Beep beep. How it ends. Look. <laughs> oh, it was a Netflix was film. It was a Netflix film. Oh, that was recent, Chris. You you stay up. Oh, it's 2018. You yeah. keep your finger on a pulse with the films, don't Listen, you? I know Wait, what I'm talking what, about. What happened? Uh, did, could he see that? He did. Yeah, he should have been able to. 
He wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But it don't really matter. Oh, I've seen it. I didn't see the title, but that it was, was called Animal How Kingdom, It Ends. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How Worst it ending. Oh, that was called. <laughs> you got Netflix, okay. Uncle Cracker? I do. All right. Well, you got to watch Slobby's World and you got to watch How It Ends. <laughs> There's your homework. <laughs> they both sound like porn titles. <laughs> both. They really do. You know what? It might be one title altogether. Yeah. Slobby's World, yeah. How It Ends. Yeah, don't Google that too much. <laughs> I wouldn't Google it. Uh, what would make you valuable? This is so weird that I put this question on here. I forgot to put this question on here. This is so random, dude. Last night, I was preparing for the show. I put this question on there. What, this is weird. What would make you value in an end-of-the-world scenario? Man. Is that creepy? Is that a little creepy? I, did I not, think the world's ending. I didn't, I didn't steer this into you talking about the end of the world here. God trying to tell us something. Wow. Uh, get ready, Uncle Cracker. Get the Jeep ready. Uh, well... <laughs> Well, I think if I had a Jeep with gas in it, I'd be of some value to somebody or think. But if the world's ended, what, who, who, where's, I don't see where the value's at. We'll take it. Uh, I'll take it. All right. We'll take that answer. Final answer. Final answer. I think you have to define what it means when the world ends. It, I really don't because there's, there's no right or wrong answer here. Right. He could say cookies. And that's the right answer. If he wants to say that, I bake cookies at the end of the world. Oh man, oh. that would be. He could say, "I don't." When aren't cookies valuable? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I could. You, by looking at me, you could tell that I definitely agree with the value of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what movie title best explains your life? Whew. Uh, Mississippi Burning. Wow, that's a little dark. <laughs> got real tense everybody's yeah. real quiet yeah. like yes right. it is dark did you feel our 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 concern for him in that moment <laughs> it was <laughs> I, we, I did feel that it was almost turned into an intervention oh man this is about to be a yeah. sesh <laughs> a sesh yeah. we're about to have a sesh uncle cracker <laughs> uncle cracker thinks he's going to his final interview yeah. <laughs> mississippi burning mississippi burning <laughs> on a lighter note um unless you eat a lot of these uh favorite fast food burger that's a tough one, but I'm going to go in and out. Mm. In and out? You're yeah, from Detroit. I know. It's all. I know. I, we don't have them here. So when I when I get one, it's the best thing that ever happened. So we don't have In-N-Out Burger here in Detroit. So it's weird to think that you got to go all the way to California to get the best burger. But Yeah, I've had In-N-Out. I'm not. not I, they're, they're good. You, like I always say, there's not a there's not too many burgers that I would eat that I wouldn't enjoy. Um, you can't tell it, but I'm a big fella. I'm a, I'm a fat man, Uncle Cracker. You can't tell it by the screen, but I'm a fat man, okay? I just want you to know that, okay? Uh, but but I'll tell you that I've eaten In-N-Out twice, and uh, it's good, but best burger in the country, fast food-wise, I don't think so. But uh, you know what? Let me tell you what I want you to answer. What is? All right. And then when I ask you the question, you just you just answer that. All right. Okay, Wendy's. I want you to say Wendy's. 
What's your favorite so fast food burger? I could have given Wendy's. Wendy's. Man, that's great. That's mine <laughs> oh, too, man. Uncle Bracker. That's such a coincidence. <laughs> Isn't that Chris, what's your favorite? Say Wendy's. What's your favorite fast food burger? It's Wendy's. Isn't that crazy? Wendy's f***ed up their entire menu, though. Oh, Wendy's man. went and they changed their buns. They changed their fries. I hadn't they been to Wendy's whole... in a while, have they? I didn't even know that. I didn't well, know it's they... been a while since they've done it. It's been you've been there since they've done this, but it used to be uh, it used to be so much better. Now they got the now butter buns though, like they're really good now. Maybe you haven't been in a while. Maybe you should give Wendy's another look. No, butter I'm... buns. Yeah, butter do buns. I, do I look like I haven't seen a Wendy's in a while though? Really? No, you actually look like you've lost weight. Yeah, from you do. The videos that I've seen, you've been trying to lose weight <laughs> here recently again, right? I have, oh yeah, yeah, I'm all, I'm up, I'm down, I'm I'm always I'm always, uh, but that doesn't mean I don't eat cheeseburgers. Still, Wendy's just f***ed up their whole scenario. I think, in my my opinion. So you're swearing you know off Wendy's. Gotta, you know who's? I'm not having necessarily. Well, then they come and gun and they come out with like this pretzel bread bun thing. I'm not a pretzel their, bread their, guy. Uh, it's too hard. I, no? I've never had a pretzel bun that I thought, oh my God, that's the best thing I ever had. Yeah, I don't like I've it. Never, I've, never, I've never been like overly impressed with any pretzel well, bun. I, I ain't going to say I don't like it because I'm fat. Again, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a fat guy. I'll eat a pretzel bun I'm, burger. <laughs> I did, are, are you sure? I'm fat, yeah. I thought that microphone was just like really small. I thought it was like. It's not. It's not an illusion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what's your weapon of choice <laughs> in a zombie apocalypse? I don't know why it's so. This is all about. This is all the about the, the end of the world. <laughs> Man, I, I didn't know. I, it, I, I, know. Did I know his movie title was Mississippi Burning, and here we are, <laughs> burning it down. Weapon of choice I, for the zombies. Just trying to go with the theme. Weapon of choice: Krispy Kreme. <laughs> It's going to kill everybody. <laughs> That's the best answer, man. I love, I love that. that. I want to be a zombie in his end of the world. I know, man. He's throwing Krispy Kreme donuts at me. <laughs> Who needs yep. brains? And you guys don't like pretzel buns, so I'm going to be all set. I'll just take your guys' buns. That's right. I'm going to be. <laughs> I already have for the zombie apocalypse. I have a business idea. Do you? Do you? I do. What is it? Yeah, business idea. You get about five zombies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you you take them. their teeth out. Yeah. So they're gumming. Mm -hmm. They're gumming it. Right. Okay. <laughs> so they can't bite you. So you can't be zombie. So you start a massage parlor. <laughs> And you just have them like gum you, just gnawing on people, gnawing on people, and it's gonna feel good because they're trying to gum you, and and it's like a free you charge people like you know water and food to come in and get massaged by the. It's funny that you think in, in the end of the world there's zombies everywhere that people are gonna be looking. You know what we need is a massage parlor. You know what? You know massage. what, Marty? They're gonna be stressed out. Okay. They're going to be stressed out. Okay? I've been running from zombies for days. I could really use, oh, you know what? There's this place, Chris Wallen Star. Oh, you need a little bit of water and food? Come in. I'm just saying. Three bottles yeah, of water for a neck massage. Yeah, you'll be walking, looking around for baby powder, and you'll be like, wow, Chris said these things were 
I could really use these nuts nod right now. Maybe these zombies are they can <laughs> Somebody got Man. naughty. I'm just Actually, saying. Chris has already started that one. It's just with older people. That's, 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 they'll take Some, zombies for that one. He's somebody's been reading my email. That's, that one's already out there, Uncle Cracker. We'll give you the link after this episode. Man. But you you pay with real money for that one, just so we're, just so we're clear. No, we still take water and food. Oh man, that's actually the only way he eats is when people come to his salon. It's called the gum yeah, salon. Yeah. You guys take Venmo for these nines? Yes, we like do, I- sir. <laughs> Deluxe gum jobs. Oh man. <laughs> Every time he gets a new uh, client, it's called a gumdrop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you, welcome to that's that be the name of your parlor. Gumdrop. Gumdrop in. <laughs> the gumdrop in. Gumdrop. Come to the gumdrop. Boy, this thing's really taking a turn. It really has went downhill. From the end of the world of pornographic type material. This is crazy. Who'd have thought Uncle Crack would sorry. talk about things? Listen, like my this. zombies don't do happy endings, okay? Yeah. They have morals. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Only the, the only no Henry Lee's. Only the people just that, massages. Only the people that you have in your salon now do that. Because that's weird, right? That is weird. <laughs> you still weird. rocking the truckers' hats, <laughs> Uncle Cracker? Yeah, I do. Why don't you have one on right I now? Do. I, I, <laughs> so I came down here and I wasn't positive I was going to be able to connect because. Uh, my ear pod thing with the yeah. laptop and then the phone thing so i wasn't sure so i was kind of scrambling getting down here i'm a little i'm a little upset so i didn't know that you don't have a trucker hat on. hey how dare you can you wear I'm, a trucker hat I'm, and put it on your yep, I'll be right back. <laughs> I got there he goes he gone and he gone three hours later three hours later <laughs> he really is gone he oh yeah back he's upstairs. gone yeah, let's man. examine what is in that window. Let, let, let's examine what is that in that window. There's a. It looks almost like a fish. It is a fish. Is it a fish? It's dead if it is, or it's stuck in one How location. How much is that fish? I think, in I think the it's window. one of those things, and you push the button, and the fist, fish dances. Oh, I bet it. I bet it is a fake little. I think, like it's a real fish, and you hit that button in it, and it shocks it. For the. <laughs> And, it, and the fish like jerks and it comes back alive. Oh, here comes PETA. I think that's what it is. So, PETA, if you're listening, yeah. that fish behind him, you hit that button and it shocks the fish. Oh, hi. Oh, oh hey, man. We were just talking about right, your fish. Behind you in the window. Fish. What is that behind you in the window? No, in the window. So, right. No, 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 no. no, no in no, the no, actual no. window sill. In the actual window oh, sill. It's. That's a, uh, you know, the little ring toss. Oh, it's a, not as, uh, and it shocks the fish. That's a real fish, correct? And it shocks it. Yeah. And then those, yeah. Chris was had some weird, tw- yeah. real twisted story. Um, he's, he's very into zombies and, and stuff like that. So you had to forgive him. <laughs> um, very nice. So this is not like an adult ring toss. I could, oh, yeah. I see. Somebody, one of the children put it in you because you've got a new baby, right? I do. I do. Yep. Uh, now, see, now he looks seven familiar. Months, little after, 
Oh, you're Uncle Cracker. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uncle, Uncle Cracker. oh man, now I yeah. know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, talk about you, baby. It's funny how the baby. hat. <laughs> He's finally starting to sleep now. Nice. Oh, good, uh, good. But you're glad about that. A, oh my goodness, it's so ridiculous. Just you forget how needy these things are. Like, I have a a few daughters that are like. The older from an ex-wife, I have a few older daughters, and then, but I have this boy who's seven months now. But being forty-seven years old, having a baby versus having one at twenty-three or whatever, big difference. Yeah, big yeah, difference. man. Why do you cock? Why is your Why is your hat always cocked to the right? It's never the left. What is there a reason? Is that a gang uh, in Detroit yeah. or? <laughs> I can't. I can't go left. I can't go yeah, left. It don't even look right. It, it doesn't look right. Left. Yeah. Yeah. Who, are you, no, who no, is that? We're always, oh, it's Uncle. Oh, there's Uncle Cracker. <laughs> it just fits better that way. It does. It really does. It really does. What, what is this hat? I want to give him a shout. Is that a barbecue place? That's no, a DJ. No, so that's oh, Sturgeon General. No, that's records. Yeah. That's a clever name, yeah. Sturgeon General. I like. It. Is that your record Sturgeon label? General. So I yeah I put a single out a couple years ago and I. And not on a label, so I had to do a label thing on it for right. the, just to fill in the blanks. So I just threw this one mm. at it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no like real meaning behind it, but it's pretty clever. The dude name. did a sweet job on the logo. I it looks thought. great, Thank man. Heck mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. I'll send some. Yeah, send nice. I'll send some. Please, won't awesome. you just bring them to Nashville and we'll hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where are you guys at right now? Everything looks all dope. Oh, speaking of that, we may be now. Uh, the guy who owns, who uh, has the place where we're at right now, it may be your old record company. We're in the factory in Franklin, and it's Old Bank Media Group, and we're and. It's it's got. He said, "I think this is Uncle Cracker's old place where you were with a signed with a record label or something. Who were you signed with that was in Franklin, Tennessee?" Man, uh, we're at the factory. Oh, was that in Franklin? What was that? Oh, oh, uh, Sugar Hill. It may have been. I think he said. I he said. I think this was the old where we are right now is the old. Um, record company that Cracker was in. I was like, really? Do you remember a big rusty art piece, giant rusty man outside? If it was there at the time, well, that it, might it not does ring. I don't know. Is it, is it like? Is there like multiple like? Uh, I guess businesses there. Mm-hmm. Like, is there like a? Oh yeah. yeah. I think I. I and think that was. Uh, I think there's Sugar a big Hill window. There there's a big from- window here. Right beside it. Well, actually, both. <laughs> There's like a mailbox out front. <laughs> I get like this. There's a, well, I guess I, I should have elaborated a little bit more. Wait, there's a window. There's a door. I see a ceiling ceiling fan. Is that does that is that coming together for you? Is that he's uh, like oh, there's a window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the it's all window. Sense. It is the place. There's a window. I remember a window being in the place. God, I knew it. Oh man, I know exactly where you're at right now, man. <laughs> so you and you and Chris 
Let me try to get this on the tracks real quick. You and Chris both collaborated with Kenny Chesney. Are uh, are you still friends with Kenny Chesney? Mm-hmm. Y'all still talk yep. today? We do. We do. Right on. We uh, pretty much. I mean, we. I mean, we we talk probably. I don't know. Once a week, once every other week, you know. Still. Wow. Right. Right. You know this, uh, man. Well, you well, you guys know this whole last year and a half oh, almost—not well, year and a half, but year and some change—it's been bizarre, weird. Like what yeah. happened last year? I still can't believe <laughs> yeah, we're still happened. talking about it. What right? happened? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the way it needs to be. It needs to Darn. be just like cut off. Something, something happened last year. Yeah, we just had my buddy Buddy Cannon who produces uh, Kenny on here who's a great guy i don't know if you know buddy love buddy you oh, had him he's on the awesome, show man. yeah oh, we yeah. had him on the show he was on the episode the last episode we just posted yeah <clears throat> yeah you he's know chris wrote don't blink by kenny chesney right did you know that oh, i didn't know that until i heard the in the in the credits uh well the, in the opening the thing, opening yeah um you said it and i had uh, got a little crazy last night most people don't listen to oh, the intro, did? so I didn't know. Yeah. You want to talk more about the songs? No. Okay. <laughs> you want to brag the about yourself a little more? Plugs. <laughs> oh, and I also wrote. Um, oh, let me. Oh, oh, so we're there. Okay, so I'll tell you what I got yeah. coming out now, oh, and we got. <laughs> you met those people that actually do that, though. Hold. There's people who oh, actually like. They drop name like you talk to them for three minutes, and they'll be like, "Well, yeah, I've been talking." You know, me and Garth Brooks was talking the other day, and uh, and and then uh, we turned to John Lennon, and <laughs> John Lennon, yeah, wow, I thought he was dead. No, he those people. He wakes up to people. talk to me. Those people are very connected. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Everybody always gotta try to one up you. I know, I know. Too. Like it's all, <laughs> they go out of their way to set their next drop up too. You know what's you know, funny like, is it doesn't is, matter. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is is when I do shows and stuff, like I only have a few people that I do shows with because there's some great, very talented people. But man, you get up and and it, it becomes this whole. <laughs> one-upsmanship thing and and i was like man i just want to have fun i want to be up there going back and forth with you ribbing each other you know playing and having fun and it's like you're sitting in a living room and and, and i'm like there you can be a, a talented songwriter a talented uh artist and not have that stage thing and not have that you know Oh, yeah, yeah. there's a difference. I remember I was talking to Garth Brooks yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, I, I remember. We, he and I were talking about that. Very <laughs> yeah, he told thing. me about that. Yeah, he and I were just talking about that. How Why people got to do that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so you became... Uh, you became some, go ahead. Some people get creative with it, though. Not to keep beating a dead horse, but people get really, really creative when it oh, comes yeah. down to it. You know, like, just, you know... Uh, well, yeah, well, it was a it was a funny thing yesterday. You know, Garth Brooks had texted me, 
because he wanted Hank Williams' phone number. <laughs> and he knew I had it. He knew I had it. So <laughs> He knew I had it. <laughs> he knew I had it because he, he knew I was yeah. friends with uh, you know, me Randy and Travis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, Randy Travis has his number. Ricky Skaggs. <laughs> I had to call Ricky Skaggs to see if he thought I would – if he thought Hank was going to get mad that I was giving his phone number to Garth Yeah. That's, how that's, far can they go? They get real clever. You're right. I, I didn't even think about that. That is so That's so true. Yeah. They start going down a whole long list. Like, I mean, they act like they're not trying to brag or name drop. <laughs> then they start showing you the numbers. Yeah, I just got it right here. Right? You see this right here? Now, hold on one second. Let me, let me, oh. Yeah, I just got it right here. <laughs> Oh, me. So you were Kid Rock's DJ before you even knew how to DJ. Mm -hmm. Explain how that happens. Yep. So, wow. I was cost effective. And we were best friends. And he needed a DJ. And uh, back then, it wasn't just he needed a DJ. It was he needed somebody to carry the records and the turntables in, set them up before the show. Somebody got to work the smoke machine and the lights and the background vocals and, you know, everything that goes along with it. So, you know, a lot of his stuff back then, you know, like, well, well when I go back to like, I was 16 at the time and, uh, you know, uh, we did a lot of uh, a lot of stuff was right on DAT, a lot of the shows. So, you know, a lot of his cuts and stuff were still in the instrumentals. So I wasn't really having to do too, too much of anything. Uh, it was mainly just have his records queued up for when he'd come behind the turntables and show off. So I would just have it queued at the right spot, like if it was a horn drop or if it was a, you know, an F word or something like that. It was right there so that when he got there, he could just scratch it right away. But. So it, I was just cost effective. You know, at the end of the night, it was like, well, we either get 20 bucks or I'll buy you Denny's. And it was, uh, it was easy. Yeah. It was easy. Right, so right. you worked for fun. $20 in Denny's. For the, yeah, for the moons over Miami. How long did that happen? I still work for 20 bucks. Still. Oh, well. Oh, so I, come to Nashville. We, we, yeah, man. Yeah. You'll do well here. <laughs> yeah, you'll do Yeah. yeah. You'll, be, you'll be a big star here, my friend. <laughs> oh, so, but correct me if I'm wrong here, but your brother was an actual DJ and he competed with Kid Rock in a DJ competition. Is this right? He did. Yeah, this is correct. So, what's he, funny? He, uh, so, I was. Now, go ahead, because I I'm just want to say, what's funny I'm, about that is that you became the DJ not knowing how to DJ, but your brother actually knew how to DJ, but he didn't become the DJ for Kid Rock. Right. Which well, is strange. Well, if you knew my brother, you'd know how quick he could f*** himself out of anything <laughs> just by opening his mouth. Oh, so I he see. And, so they, so they, were, they were good buddies, but they fell out just over some dumb s***. And, uh... I just he, me and so he and my brother fell out, but he and I somehow became best friends. It was he was about three years older than me, and uh, he was pretty much already doing everything that I was wanting to do. So he he was, you know, not only were we best friends, he was more of a he was more of a uh, like a mentor, older brother type figure to me growing up. Right, and uh, so it was. Uh, it was weird. I, I'm trying to remember why they actually did fall out, but I'm certain it was something dumb, like a uh, like a girl or something like that, probably. Maybe an all-star slam from Denny's or something. 
I mean, they both eat like birds. I was the only one I think that ate out of the three. If you put us all together, but I want to, I want you to come to Nashville and Chris and I take you to some restaurants. We'll give you twenty bucks for coming. You get, <laughs> you guys have Denny's in Nashville? Oh yeah. Do we? Because I don't, yeah. I don't know where it's at. I was about to say no. No, no. There's, a, there's a Denny's. Is uh, there? Yeah, there's a couple of Denny's. I'm not actually from Nashville. I'm from Memphis. We have Denny's in Memphis. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just moved here about two years Love ago. Memphis. So I don't know. Uh, you like it? it better than Memphis? Do I? Well, I yeah, I like I like uh, where I live better than Memphis for sure. Yeah, because uh, Memphis is number three on the most homicide list in the country <laughs> my whole life, and I have two daughters. So yeah, I, I like not hearing gunshots and stuff like this. But it's right, fun. Right. It's different. You know what I mean? It's different. I've kind of. It's gr- fun to walk. <laughs> Outside with no gunshots. Yeah, in the it's, it's something to walk outside and actually hear birds, instead of, you know, yelling and cussing and and <laughs> you know all this. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you're from Detroit. Yeah. You know the game. I'm sure. Don't you live in Detroit? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's more like. But now, now just being Nashville, it's it's much safer. Where I there's live some, is a lot some safer. Weird spots. Yeah, I'm sure there's places in Nashville that are oh yeah not good, but uh, everywhere in Memphis it kind of father and child walk hand in hand down lovely Demumbrian Avenue, or is that still a street? Oh Demumbri- yeah, Demumbrian. <laughs> Demumbrian. Yep. I thought we were about to get a nursery rhyme from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> lovely Demumbrian Avenue. Uncle Cracker tells you lullabies. The smooth stylings of Uncle Cracker telling the stories of Demumbrian. One gunshot heard. One gunshot shot. How many gunshots does it take? Oh, we're not going to get into that. That's what we should do. We should write uh, children's books like that with like little, like violence, like old gangster rap twists. Yeah. It's like. Tommy, how many gunshots did you hear last night? Was it three? Well, I heard three and then two more. Really? Okay. How many is that if you have three plus two? Yeah. Three gunshots at 12 o'clock. Two gunshots at 2 a.m. How many gunshots did we hear last night, Tommy? If Cat Daddy kills Jerry <laughs> but leaves it, it was, yeah, he goes on. on. We might be on to something here, is all we, I'm saying. We need to get. <laughs> oh, man, that's so horrible. That's so bad. I love it. You ever watch? I just watched one of them 48, like the first 48 specials. Oh, man, like the yeah. Where they're killing people and like, but one of the dude's names was Cat Daddy on there. Oh, they're Cat like, Daddy. You know, they got the one guy in the room, they're like, so tell me a little bit about this Cat Daddy fella. You know, they're always, everybody's always got like a nickname, like a, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, John John. <laughs> was it, well, it wasn't in yeah. Arkansas, it wasn't about Arkansas, was it? I don't isn't know. That, isn't it, Why that, was there a Cat Daddy? Doesn't that tell true stories on the first 48? Yeah. Yeah, that's why oh, yeah. I said Cat Daddy because yeah, they get him in the- well, I've heard Cat Daddy my whole life. In the town I grew up in, there was a big time drug dealer. He was the guy of the town, and uh, his name was Cat Daddy. 
I've heard that uh, ever since I was little. Well, so What's sorry, Cad Daddy. So sorry, Chris. Golly, what you, you know everybody like always one up in people. <laughs> Go talk to Garth Brooks about it. You know, Cat Daddy's daddy <laughs> is Cat Granddaddy. <laughs> What's up, Cat Granddaddy? <laughs> I knew him personally. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell. <laughs> he wasn't as bad back then. The daddies wasn't as bad back then. What's it like touring with Kid Rock? It's got to be wild. I mean, it's it's got its ups and downs, and uh, there's definitely been. I mean, it's I haven't toured with him in a while. Well, four or five years ago, I did a summer tour with him, but uh, before that, it had been about ten years or something. But uh, you know, back when we when everybody was younger, it was a, it was way way more wild than it is nowadays, right, obviously, right. but. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, all we really care about is how it was back then. Yeah, we don't right. care about the, I mean, the new version. The... <laughs> <laughs> how was it back then in the wild days? <laughs> it was, you know, more strip club, less hooters. It was more like uh, see. Yeah. things were just different. So now just it's more different. hooters. Well, you could do less it. strip club. I see. Yeah. Y'all are getting yeah. old, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know you're old when you're sitting around Hooters. You know you're old when you would rather go just get food. Yeah, just want food. Yeah. You don't even really care about Hooters. Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, y'all want to go to the strip club? Like, I'd really like to go to Denny's instead. Yeah. <laughs> if you want yeah. the truth. Yeah, you knew when the tour manager was asking about after show food, you weren't even going to be nowhere around or near it or or partaking in any you know way, shape, or form. So. It's definitely different these days. But touring with Kid Rock is a uh, it's not completely different than touring with anybody else. You know, this is a uh <clears throat> I feel like everybody's kind of got the same uh everything's kind of in the same direction. It just uh right. they just look different, I guess, when it comes to uh you know, the uh how do I church this up? This is like uh you got to church uh, it up now. We've been talking about zombies, I mean, writing gangster we, nursery we, rhymes. We, we've visited a lot of places on this one. <laughs> talking about churching it up now, oh, man. It's too late for that, Uncle Cracker. I don't know what you just heard. Oh, but... we record. Oh, you're recording this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: that you know, a lot of artists and stuff like they, um, like it's they're a different people when you sit down with them, like before the show. If they get amped, you know, they're they everybody does something different to get amped up. Everybody, you know, um, I've been been with artists to say, well, man, I you know, riding with them on a bus or something. They're like, well, man, I got to go be that guy. Actually, had one um, good friend of mine. He's like, man, I got to go be that guy. So what do you mean? He goes, I got I got to go. I gotta, you know, I gotta go be that guy. I got a phoner, and then I gotta get on stage. So I gotta get my stuff on. I gotta be that guy, hmm. and you know, and and, it, and it's it's a it's a thing, you know. It's a. I don't. It don't seem like and Uncle you ever Cracker sit there was. And you're like, be that guy. Like <laughs> that mean you gotta go to work now? Is that what he's trying to tell yeah. you? Like, yeah, I gotta go to work, man. This is what I'm here for. They're, gotta do that thing they're paying me to do out here. <laughs> I remember I always like that, like when they... I remember when I was talking to Garth Brooks uh, before a show, <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> and he told me that's very same thing. So yeah, yeah, he was like, I gotta go be that guy, man. I, I don't like doing it. And then and then I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna hang out here with uh, 
Kenny with Chesney. the other guys. I was yeah. gonna hang out with Kenny Chesney, and I was like, you know, no big deal. And then uh, they was like, well, Randy Travis might come. And I was like, oh, yeah, man. I'll yeah. get Randy Travis to come too because they they knew I had his number. Well, Randy. they knew it. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody course, does. Of course, I got Randy to come. Okay, because yeah. of course he does whatever I say. So because we're very close. I mean, I'm not trying to brag. We're just very close. Listen, of all the humble people in the world, I'm the greatest I've ever known. Yes, sir. Me too. I'm super humble. <laughs> so oh, I'm, like, I'm humbler than you. So you're saying that this 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 will shock me if this was true. You're saying that touring back in the day with Kid Rock and touring with Kenny Chesney was not vastly different. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, <clears throat> the parties look different. Explain to us. That's you know, what we the, want to get to. We want to get in the meat of it. What are the parties like? What's the difference in the parties? Is there cocaine and cowboys <laughs> and, and midgets in the Kid Rock camp? And then there's uh, cocaine and cowboys without the midgets in Kenny Chesney's camp. Because I know Kid Rock always had a – he had a friend that was a, <laughs> a midget, didn't he? He – uh he had, oh man, he got he got one of everyone out because they were in a His it was friends. in a the, got, the, the music videos. Oh, you mean Joe C? Yes, Joe C was a uh, uh, three foot nine with a ten foot dick. <laughs> man, right? That was Joey. That you remember that you see the Cowboys music video? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was yeah. I thought that was legit. Uh, his friend. But I could be wrong. I don't know. No, yo, no, that was Joey. That was that's who you're talking about, Joey. He's a uh, he. Everybody would say, you know, everybody called him a midget back then. It was kind of a uh, Joey had a. Um, he passed away, but he he had a uh, he had a really he like had a rare version of a rare disease. It was kind of like the I, I want to say it was like the you know, you know everybody's all about this gluten free stuff nowadays, right? Right. I think he had a I think he had a gluten thing going on, but he had a rare form of one of those gluten type. Well, he had celiac disease, which was rare, right. but, I guess. Yeah. But he had a rare form of it. So, oh wow, he, uh, I think it made him quit growing. I think at a certain age, really, and, Son uh, of he God. wasn't supposed to make it. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was a, uh, I mean, but he would come out on tour and. <clears throat> Joey was great, great cat. Man, he just he liked to smoke a lot of weed, and uh, he brought his own like uh, he brought his own little uh, pot to cook in, like a and a little uh, burner. So like we'd be backstage, and he'd just make this rice because he could only eat a few certain things, and he wasn't trusting anybody to make something because it might yeah. have something in it that he couldn't have. Wow! So he would just like make all this rice like. He could eat a strawberry and poop a strawberry out in like ten minutes. It was incredible. It was, did you? It was, how it was did the, you? Did you watch this? Ad? I, don't, I don't. How did you? Oh man! man. So yeah. it just all. Well, we used to make money off that and be like, "I bet you fifty dollars he'll <laughs> that strawberry out in twelve minutes." So everybody man. would huddle around. And, did it come yeah. out as a strawberry a of, or? Yeah. Wow. Boop. Yeah, it just. Right in <laughs> Uncle Cracker's right pulling it out. He's like, I told you. I told you. There it is. There it is. Oh, man. I, I shouldn't. I guess so. He's, he, he, has, he was actually not a midget. 
if that's the proper term. I don't know. I could be offending no. people. I don't know what the don't if there's a proper term. Know. Little people or whatever. Is that what they call them? I'm so sorry to anybody. I'm not listening. sure what they say. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. Use it nowadays. People do get pissed though. Oh, they I know. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm not trying to. I think offend it's anybody. little people. I think it's. I think it's little people. Well, was he? A, was he a little person? He wasn't a little person. He just was shorter than most. He was people. little to me. He was little to me. We would, uh, we would, in fact, they would, they would stick him in my hotel room, and we'd have to, we'd share a bed, and I would wake up, and Joey could fit like on the pillow. So, <laughs> I just remember like we'd wake up in like New York City, and I'd like open my eyes, and he'd be like laid there on the pillow looking at me like this. <laughs> It'd be like six in the morning, and I'd open my eyes, and he'd be like. <laughs> with a strawberry <laughs> that he just ate. <laughs> oh, he was funny. He was uh, a, he, he was just, he was a he was a blast to be around. And how did uh, he come? Just, how, did, uh, how did he meet him? How did they meet? So we were doing a show uh, a show in in Detroit and uh, or outside of Detroit, and uh, this kid was on uh, somebody's shoulders in the in the audience. Well, he like lights his joint up, and he's he's just sitting there on his on. A, it turns out he was on his buddy's shoulders. So there's this little kid. He literally looked like he was eight years old, nine years old. You know, like a really little. But he talked like you know, like a gangster rapper. You know, and he he just sitting there just smoking weed. And <clears throat> after the show, he somehow got backstage, and he's like, he's looking up at Bob. He's like, man, give me a fucking job. He's like, you want to smoke this joint? And nobody, we, none of us knew who he was, but you know. So I remember Bob looking around like, "Where's your parents at? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, why is this kid back here with weed?" And it was a, uh, and the kid was like, "No, nah, man, f- that." You know, he had a high pitched voice. He's like, "I'm 20 years old," you know, or whatever he was. And uh, <clears throat> Bob was just like, "Do you want a job? Because I got one for you right here." Like he literally put him on that day, and. Uh, I think we were playing Chicago two weeks later, and that was his first gig. He came to the show, and I see. I remember, like, you know, the old school days, like you're you're in a city and you're waiting around to play a show that night, so you find the mall to look for either tennis <laughs> shoes or baseball right, hat. Right. You know? Yeah, and uh, we're in this mall in Chicago, and uh, Joey Joe C's with us. Well, we're walking and. We're about to go into the store. Well, this old lady and her daughter are coming out of this store. And, and Joey, you know, he just, he just, everything about, he's loud. He's, he's walking. He just, he, she bends down and she goes to pinch his cheek. She's oh, just no. like, oh, you are so cute. She goes to pinch his cheek and he smacks her hand. And he goes, get the fuck off. Me. <laughs> and here it looks like this little eight year old kid, you know, taunting this lady about she's her pants i'm certain wow and she about had a heart she she wow. could not believe this little kid was talking like this to her uh so we had to explain it to her but there was a lot of those those little incidents that he was fun, fun to have fun huh? stuff he was fun yeah quick Very question fun. who is bob mm. who's bob bob's kid rock yeah oh and he so he was so we were playing one of his shows, and uh, that's when Joey showed up to the to a Kid Rock concert, I guess. His name's uh, Bob. And his, yeah, yeah. What's what's his name? Bob. You'd think what? it'd be like Damien or something, right? Like yeah, something, something like <laughs> something cooler than Bob. His name's legitimately Bob. Bob. 
Or is it Robert? Yeah, like you couldn't get a- more Paul, <laughs> Tom, you know. Bob. It's yeah. pretty. Uh, I never would have yeah. thought that. I've never Bob. noticed. I've never known his real name. Anyway, um, let's get him on the show and talk about that. Hey, I would Bob. tell you how I found that how I found that out, but I would have to drop big names. I'll tell you how you found that out. <laughs> I want so to hear. I want to hear if you were going to drop a name. What name would you drop? <laughs> Billy Gibbons would yeah. be the name he would yeah. drop. Yeah, no, that, that's actually that's that's how I met Kid, Kid. Rock. Yeah, I wrote with Billy, Billy Gibbons, Gibbons, and we ended up at, at Kid Rock's house. It's Bob, not Kid. It's Bob. See yeah. now, you you have to. You have to like uh you gotta mix that up a little more. Like, <laughs> like, well actually actually it was Billy Gibbons that I first met Kid Rock. <laughs> and even that was kind of inaccurate because it was supposed to be Paul Enka. You know, I was <laughs> somebody <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was man. having lunch with David Letterman. I was having lunch with David Letterman this afternoon. He said, "You know, <laughs> oh. That's, yeah, you gotta, you oh, know man. what? You need to spice that story up. A I need bit. to spice it up a little bit. Maybe throw Gene Simmons you need in the church. That- Gene Sim- I know, man. You think you can throw? Uh, how could you work Gene Simmons, Gene Simmons into that? Gene man. Simmons and Jenna Jameson. You work them into that story." You know I'll work saying? on it. I'll work on yeah, it. Yeah, work on that story. Next time we hear it, I want yeah. it to be brand new. Okay. Yeah. Now, Uncle Cracker, is that what people address you by, Uncle Cracker? Other than your family, anybody outside your family, they call you Cracker. <laughs> Kenny Chesney yeah, calls you Crack, people, don't he? Crack, Cracker. Yeah, just Cracker usually. Um, or Matt. I'll get Matt. Uh, it's yeah. Anybody outside of the family is usually like an uncle, or they try like messing with it and like nick, like chopping it up a little bit to give like, hey, crack, you know, you know, what up, unk? You know, people like yeah. try to give you the, the little. Uh, how that make you feel? <laughs> when that happens, how does it make you feel? So, I'm indifferent on it, I guess. Would you rather them, everybody say Uncle Cracker? That's my name. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Do you, know. Go, do you I, put I don't, your I, arms up? UK. Like this? Call him UK. Yeah. Ben, can you show my arms, please? No. I'm sitting here like an idiot. <laughs> ben, do you see me? Do you see me sitting here like an idiot right now? I'm showing Uncle Cracker yep. how he tells people they call him Uncle. He goes, Uncle Cracker. That's my name. You got two Two clean pieces of canvas is what you got. Yeah. I'm actually going to put Uncle Cracker on these these arms. Oh, man. Yeah. For for 20 bucks, actually. I'm doing it. If you're interested um, in some. No, you bit. got plenty of room. I would go Baconator right here. Boom. Ooh, if, I I was, if I was starting fresh. Yeah, Baconator. Because of the Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then I would probably go. In and out. Over here. I would. Uh, Monster Burger. Yep. Yep. Uh, animal style. Boom. <laughs> animal style. I like now. it. I like it. How many tattoos you got on your body? You, you look like you're probably covered up everywhere but your face. I pretty. I, yeah. I got a. T- I got a ton of dumb <laughs> all scattered around. I guess. We we but almost paid a guy. I, oh yeah, I forgot about. We you. almost paid a guy to put our faces to tattoo our faces. On his butt cheeks, right and left butt and cheeks. And he was into it. He was like, I will totally <laughs> do on. that. 
he was going to do it. And it kind of oh. got a little scary because I was like, he's actually willing to do that. Because here's the thing. We just brought it up. Like I said, what if we get a GoFundMe page <laughs> and get 10 grand for you to put tattoo of this face on one cheek and that face on the other cheek? And he goes, let's do it. I was going to be puckered up in my picture. Man, that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like this. <laughs> So he didn't do that, and we you'll work for twenty dollars. We actually will pay twenty for you to do it if you have open canvas on the hiney. I'm in. I have openness, but I was saving them for like I wanted an M on my left butt cheek, yeah, and then an M on my other butt cheek for M and M. I wanted like if I bent over, it would say mom. Oh, nice. But if I, I like it, or if. I, <laughs> or if I was standing like on my it. hands, it would say "Wow, <laughs> wow!" With the thing, I would, if, and that's uh, what you would be thinking when you see you standing on your hands. Actually, like, you'd be like, "Wow, wow. he's saying wow. exactly what I'm thinking right wow. now." As he's on his that's hands right. with his butt cheek spread. <laughs> so so that you, guy wouldn't do it for ten thousand dollars. No, he would do it. We just don't have the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> but he was into oh, it. Yeah, no, I he was you, totally. Oh, he's like, I will do that on. He probably would have done it for less than 10. Would he might have. Me. That's what you do. Just see how much less than 10 he'd do and then donate the rest to charity or something like that. But I bet you the, that'd be, be, be a good uh, be a good little uh, social media uh, run. Yeah. As far as yeah. we know, he did he needs that. He might have done it. He might have done it. He took the money. He's got our faces on his butt cheeks. I don't know. Yeah. Come Uncle, on. Uncle Crack. Uncle Cracker, I don't want to get, I don't want to offend nobody. Uncle Cracker, you've cut uh -huh. some, you've cut some amazing songs. One of them was uh, Dobie Gray's "Drift Away," and uh, I didn't yeah. know until recently because I listened to that when I was growing up, and I'm not that old, much older than you, so that's weird because I don't even know if I'm, I don't even know if I'm older than you or younger than you. How old are you? You're I'm 47. I just turned it a couple of days ago. I thought I was. I thought that was weird that I heard him when I was uh, like, because I, I know I look like I look like I'm older than you. You know how old do you think I am? Uh, I'd say, <laughs> I'd say thirty six. Uh, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty close. I'm actually thirty eight. Um, oh nice. Yeah, but people think I'm all well into my forties all the time. But uh, I no, was, I'd say thirty six. I remember listening to that song, and I, was, I didn't have a clue that until just recently, like last night, that Dobie Gray actually sang on that with you. On my version, oh yeah, 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 on I your version cover, I did. Isn't that, that, that how crazy was that? You were was you in the studio with him while he was there? Yes, yeah. In fact, we recorded. Uh, uh, recorded at Ocean Way. We did his part at Ocean Way. Oh man, I and, love uh, which is there actually, Ocean Way is one of my favorite favorite uh, studios in Nashville. I've I've done probably a hundred sessions in Ocean Way. Great studio. 
I remember I did one with Garth Brooks there one time. Oh, and, uh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, man, Garth keeps coming up. Nowadays, I just just know him. So we we've been we're like we're thick as thieves. You know? What oh I'm man, yeah, yeah, like brothers. Just, I can't talk about my life without talking about Garth Brooks. Oh man, I remember one time we was Golly. in Ocean Way and, and me and, and me and Garth was in there just we just chit chatting. Oh really? And then Reba McIntyre walks in. Yeah. And then uh, oh yeah. man, and then Bob comes in. And I was like, "What's up, Bob?" Because yeah. I call him Bob. Because that's what, yeah. You probably know him as Kid Rock, but yeah. I call him Bob. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. we we go way back. And, uh, <laughs> me and Matt go way back. You too. gotta get way more creative than that. <laughs> you know, like, so I was at Ocean Way, and uh, I was gonna have Amy Grant do some backup vocals on the. They needed some backup vocals, so I called Amy in, and she she uh she couldn't do it unless uh, she's you know she's like, "Well, I got Vince Gill." Uh, if you don't mind him tagging along for the session, I think uh, think I can do it. I can pull it off. You got you have to like. You're like Amy. Amy? You're like Amy <laughs> to closed session. Okay. It's well, closed session. Right. Tell Vince to stay home. Right. You know, if you, you got to bring Vince Gill, don't even come. Uh, I guess I'll up the catering right. fee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like we're not giving mandolin lessons here. <laughs> we just, we just need the, we just need the high harmony. Okay, That's all we need, Amy. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Amy Grant because uh, there's several of your She's songs awesome. that I actually uh, love, like Smile and uh, what's that other one? Uh, in the What's it called? Uh, the end, I love it. I'll never forget it. It's unforgettable. Unfor- yeah, it's unforgettable. unforgettable. What is it? <laughs> what is the You'll never what forget this Grant song as long as you those. live. What is the name of it? it? When the sun goes down is another one. But what is? Oh, yeah. You have a song that's very. What do you like? Do you know any of Uncle Cracker's songs? Um, <laughs> in the. No, it's not in the. It's uh in a little while. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, that that's a great song. But but the reason I said I'm glad you brought up Amy Grant was because in my research about you, I, I found somewhere and I, I don't I don't know if this is true or not that you had a an actual out, a record that was on a a cut a song or something that was on Christian radio at one point. Is that true? I don't I don't believe so. No, I read I that somewhere. That I know of, and I thought that is the. That's that. That would be f- strange to, to hear Uncle Cracker on K Love or something. You know I what mean, I'm saying? It would be sweet to do a Christian record, though. Right, like right. To, to I'm not a, saying it wouldn't be. I think that'd be fun. I, I was at because I'm right? a Christian, so I thought that's that's amazing. I, I want to find out what song this is. Couldn't find it, but what I did find, the only one I could find that might have been on there was a song I'd never heard by you. It was called "Letter to My Daughters." And it was an amazing, mm. it's a great song. Did you release that or was this some kind of bootleg that I found on YouTube? <laughs> no, that was a, that was a song on my second record. Uh, I wrote that with David Allen Coe. No way. Oh, wow. Of all people. Yeah. Long, long time ago. A sweet uh, song like that you wrote with David Allen Coe. <laughs> now that's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> that, is wow. shocking. that is shocking. <laughs> Chris, you got to go listen yeah. to the song when, when, oh. when, when, after this is over so you can hear how not like David Allen Coe this song sounds. <laughs> it just don't sound like David Allen Coe at all. <laughs> I mean, at all. It, uh, it's very soft and gentle. It's very, it actually made me, because I have two daughters. So, and I wrote, so I've written songs for my daughters as well. So when I heard that, I was like, I never heard this song. I don't know why this one didn't. 
uh, do better, I guess, so, than, than it should have. I mean, just like with anything else, though, you know, depending on who you're writing with, you do you, sometimes you got to spend a little time and you know knock it back in between the in the between the lines. I guess you know. Uh, I mean, there were some verses on there that didn't make make it. I guess you know, but uh, I don't know. <clears throat> writing with David, those uh, he's a he's a. It's hard because he'll throw you know, 87 verses at you in two seconds. You know, he's just right. nonstop, nonstop. Uh, uh, haven't ever written with anybody like him, to be honest. Have you ever heard uh, – so are you friends with David Allen Coe? Mm-hmm. Still to this yeah. day? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Has he told you the story about where how he killed a man in prison? No. No, he, he actually, no, I never. He actually killed a man in prison because he was in prison, and I've heard him tell the story with his own mouth, um, in a in a like an interview, right? That somebody sent me. Not mm-hmm. not I'm not. This isn't one of those Garth Brooks moments. So I it's actually, gotta be true. <laughs> yeah. So it's gotta be. true. I don't know if it's true, but he acts like it's true, and everybody seems to know that it's, this is a true story. So I figured you might have heard it. But anyway, a man comes into the shower. Oh, you heard him say it. I yeah, heard him yeah. tell this story. I'll oh, send you the link. The I'll get Chris to send you the link, right, and right. you can listen to it. It's on YouTube, readily available. I thought, I, well, I thought you were saying that. I thought it was the internet thing, so I was like, "Oh, internet! It's got to be true, then." <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't read it. I heard it. Watched the right, video right. of him actually saying. So, okay. so he was in the shower of the sky. Right. Uh, uh, David Allen Cole was, if I remember correctly, was in the shower in prison, and this guy came in the shower and said he was going to, you know what, he was going to yeah. do something to him, and David Allen Cole killed the guy because he tried to do something to him you know and i ain't gonna get on yeah, yeah. Ain't get too deep into what right, he right, right. was gonna do to him but he didn't get to do it and david allen cole tells this story i'm gonna i'm gonna send you the link you send it to uncle cracker because it's very interesting to hear somebody sent me this a long time ago and uh, i'll never forget that story Hmm. It's really crazy. Some of the things he says in there. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make you think he wrote a song in. about letter to his daughters. Is all I'm saying. Right. Uh. <laughs> Uncle Cracker, oh, we uh, we do a segment called uh, in our show called "Why Would They Do That?" and we get the guest opinion on it. Can we do that? All right. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. You ever, Chris, you ever been riding your hog down the interstate on a hot, scorching day and just thought, man, speaking of hogs, there's one outside the window. Man, I wish I could smell like that hot black top. You ever thought about that? All the time. Good, because Harley Davidson has a bunch of cologne waiting for you called Hot Road. Oh, man. Yeah. It smells like the road. Hot road. Ben, pull that picture up. So, Uncle Cracker, see, this is, there's probably a large surplus of this. Nope. They didn't sell much of it. This is a real product. Harley does. Hot road. (laughs) Hot road. Man. Hot road. How amazing would it be if Uncle Cracker right now pulled a a bottle of that up in the screen and he said, (laughs) that's what I'll wear. That's so weird you said that. I mean, I don't know. I'd pro- I'd probably wear I'd probably wear something that said hot nuts before I said <laughs> yeah. and before I wore anything that said hot road. Well, we can get uh, you the hot nuts one too. Chris well, has uh, Well, all you have to do is <laughs> Chris has a guy. <laughs> it don't really have anything in it. And the, the one that says hot nuts, you just don't use it. Didn't Sammy Kershaw make the <laughs> cologne that was hot nuts? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> he actually did have a cologne that uh, from his own sweat. From his own sweat. And I think they used ball sweat. No, he didn't. Yes, Come he on. did. Did That's he really? a true story, yeah. He really did. He actually, in his concerts, he would have these pads that he would put <laughs> under his arms and all over him. And Stop. No, no, this no is way. totally true. Look it up. <laughs> and uh, and he had, I don't know what it was called, but but he had a cologne and a perfume. Oh, from and, and part of it was his sweat from his concerts. Oh, Sammy. Yep. Wow. I tell you, I smell you. You remember that song? <laughs> Isn't that his song? Is that an actual song? <laughs> Vidalia is. <laughs> what does it say after that? Because we always made fun of it. I don't know. I don't know either. It's uh, Onion. We got a new onion song we're talking about. By the hand. We got a new Man song we're writing called uh, Van and that Pickled like Beats. My pee. <laughs> Pickled Beats. Man. We got a new song we're writing. We need to bring you in on called Pickled Beats. <laughs> Pickled <laughs> Beats. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Cracker, we're going to need you to donate some sweat for that that's song. A, that's that's an, our new sync license name, too, for, <laughs> for like, you know, <laughs> for like Beats is... Yeah, I mean, man, have you heard? Is that a pickled beat? <laughs> yeah, it is, man. That's right. Man, I thought it sounded like one of the pickled beat beats. Who, you, who are you writing for right now, pickled beats? Pickled beats. Oh, man. Other little legends. Oh, man. That's like the swampers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I had a choice. I could either write with pickled beats or uh, Count Dracula. <laughs> Count Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> This I, guy, I love that. <laughs> Count Dracula and Trickle. Cracker is a name generator. <laughs> yeah. Sturgeon General Pickle Beach. Dracula. Name generator. If I, if I ever, he's a real life name generator. If I ever need a name for a label, I'm call. I'm going to immediately reach out to him. Can't call him. <laughs> we're not we're not as close as me oh, our Pickle are. Beach. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of names, hit me up. We'll find one. You must have. You must have thought of Uncle Cracker yourself. And does it have anything to do with the fact that you're white? <laughs> no, nah, no. It was uh, so uh, just hanging out in Detroit when I was young. Uh, other kids called me Cracker. And uh, it just kind of was a nickname. And I, I don't know. I just I don't know what happened. It was just um, it just stuck, just you know, stuck. not even knowing the uh, yeah, it just stuck. It was it was. I never thought nothing of it. I just, it was a fun, weird name, you know, and uh, it stuck. And then by the time I got a record deal, there was already a band called Cracker. So I couldn't be just Cracker. So we had to put something before it or after it. Right. To make it legal. So. And you became everybody's uncle. Sounded uncle. Like, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what happened? It was, uh, so I was, I was, I don't know, we were on tour. And uh, I took a flight from Detroit. I had to get from Detroit to New Orleans. And somehow I had like two layovers on this flight. This was cut the budget world tour. So I, I went like Detroit to like somewhere else and then laid up in Nashville. And I was uh, in the smoking lounge. And they had this picture of uh, was it Uncle Dave Macon on the wall. And then they had like the story next to him, how he'd ride his horse and buggy uh, from two into town and he'd sit back and play the banjo while the horses already knew the way and little kids would be following him cause he's playing the banjo or whatnot. But the, the uncle Dave, the uncle part, uh, I was in the middle of having to come up with something, uh, 
to something with cracker before or after. Right. Otherwise, I was going to get shafted. Like, you know, uh, it would have to be like uh, cracker featuring Matt Few Schaefer. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, something like that. The same way you see, like, uh, I mean, <clears throat> like how Creedence Clearwater Revival can't be, you know, it would be, uh, what's his name? Fogelberg, Dan Fogelberg, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, or uh, uh, is he it Dan Fogelberg? He got sued yeah, for so sounding like himself. Yeah, to do something like that's He's insane. Talking, John to Fogerty? Me. John Fogerty. John yep. Fogerty. Yeah, that's what so he couldn't Fogelberg. Yeah, they had to do something funky with like you know Creedence Clearwater Revival featuring John Fogerty. Like, how pissed would you be if you just cracked off? 874 number one songs under CCR and you just got f***ed and you couldn't use any of those names and you then you just had to be like featuring and they actually sued him happen? yeah they sued him and won and I, I, I'm sure they they had to give them part of it or something but I actually heard this whole thing on the radio him talking about where uh, he sounded too much like himself I do That's know insane. that I do know that John Fogarty and CCR, uh, he hates them now. Still to this day, I know this because oh, when, wow. they, when they got inducted back then during all that, he said because uh, I was a big CCR fan and uh, still am. I still love all their music as long as John Fogarty singing. Um, but he said back then, he said, "I'll never get on stage with those guys again." When they got inducted into the Hall of Fame, I believe this was. Not too long ago, a couple of years, maybe more. Um, they got on stage, and John Fogarty was there, and they tried to get him to come up and sing one. He would not come up there. He did not go up there. Yeah. Stuck there, to his guns. There's probably, well, there's probably a lot of water under that bridge. You know, there's probably a lot of stuff that was said and that was done that a lot of people. Well, didn't the water know ain't under it. Then yeah. it's still on top. Right. Of it, exactly. You know. Um, you love Kenny or Kid Rock more? They're both good dudes. I, w- I wasn't expecting They're a real answer. That's <laughs> As a joke. <laughs> your uh, your your three sons, though. Speaking of your name, your three sons have a, a band, or they did, called Crackers with Attitude. <laughs> Is that still a thing? <laughs> no, my no, my. I, so I got three daughters, but then I have two boys that are young, like five years old and seven months. But the they don't have a band. They don't, what is this? What the is girls this? never had a band. What is this? Crackers with attitude? Is that anything? Is that does that mean anything to you, or is this some lie that somebody uh-uh. wrote? No, really. That, That's somebody, crazy. No, what is that? Like Wikipedia or something? <laughs> You're telling me that just, you don't know nothing about crackers with attitude. That's so, uh-uh. that's hilarious. Nope. Now you've got a new band. You need to start. <laughs> Maybe somebody <laughs> wanted it to happen. <laughs> Crackers without well, just what I need. Another more lawsuits over names. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. KWA. Yeah. I was like, wow, I've been called that several times. <laughs> I need to check this band out. <laughs> Cracker with an attitude. <laughs> I can't believe that I read that and I read the the other thing, whatever it was. It has it's not true. Um, anyway, nonetheless, it's about you, not you about my You found that on the internet and it wasn't true? I read that on the internet, <laughs> Uncle Cracker. I don't want to call you up. It's weird that it wouldn't be true. It's weird. Is it odd. is weird. 
I always trust the internet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can't put it on there if it's yeah. not true. Google don't lie. Right. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh you got new albums coming out? You you playing shows right now? You touring? What are you doing? So just about to start going back out next week. I think I got Cheyenne and then uh uh, and then it's almost then my schedule looks like this pandemic never even happened. Hmm. So I'm like, hit the ground running. Right, it's right. gonna go uh, back in it, back at it. I guess like there was no nothing. You released a uh, you released a single last year it was perfect for last year called No Time to Be Sober. Was that your? Mm-hmm. Did you write that? Or is that not your song? That either? was. Uh, I'm sitting here thinking. That was, is no, that not real? Mind. None of them are mine. None of them are mine. <laughs> I've never even heard of that song. Who is that? Who, this, who's, who's this Uncle Cracker? He don't even know who Uncle Cracker so is. So that's that started out as as a song that I started with uh, with Ira Dean and uh, Josh Bright in the studio, and uh, oh Harwell was in the studio from Smash Mouth, Steve. See what I did there? With the I, did, I, see I see exactly. Yeah. You want to drop uh, a couple more? Oh, wait. You weren't expecting me to wait drop Wait a minute. Here you go. You dropped Aaron Lewis. Here you go. Here you go. Here he is. You forgot about that one. <laughs> so that track was uh, was started years ago. Uh, well, it was probably done about a year before that pandemic. Not even, but... Uh, then the pandemic thing started or whatever, and it just sounded like something fun to take in that direction. So it was like one of them tracks that started out as one thing and ended up another when it was done. I think it's a funny song, and I like I love the line in there from the Tiger King, the Tiger King yeah. line, talking about Carol Baskin oh, feeding yeah. her. Because I'm in that camp. I believe she actually did do that. And if that offends people, I don't you care. Do? I don't care. <laughs> you know Man. what I'm saying? I'm on Uncle Cracker's level now. I almost couldn't say that. Right. I said Crackle. I, I don't, Uncle Crackle. Can he be Uncle Crackle? <laughs> Man, I don't know of anybody, and maybe they're out there. Uh, I don't know of anybody that's pro Carol Baskin. Uh, there's some people. Oh, there is? Yeah, no, there, she has a following. Okay. Massive following online. What? Yeah. what? She was on Dancing with the Stars. Didn't she just get in trouble? No way. Yes, she was. She might she be moves right now. She and everything. She I mean, actually is on Dancing with the Stars, I believe, right now. Man. Isn't that crazy? Man. While Joe's yeah, sitting in prison. I, that's nuts. Living the dream. <sighs> Golly. Yeah. Isn't he in there for like ever or something like that? Like I don't remember, but I've been. Something crazy. Funny story. I've been trying my best to reach him to do a prison interview. That'd be amazing. I've been trying. Yeah. Maybe you should get Carol. What happened? Get Carol. I don't know how to. I, I called yeah. every prison that I've looked up because I had to look up his real name. Found his real name. Look up these prisons that he's supposed to be in. I called these prisons. And I said, I'm looking for uh, inmate such and such, such and such. And they go, we don't have that inmate here. And so I'm almost wondering if this is all some kind of fabrication that he's not really in prison at all. Because I've called everyone that the Internet says he's in. Maybe the Internet is actually not always true. Well, Man. maybe the prison uh, are the prison people. To, maybe they're like a hotel. Like, we're not allowed to say, like, oh, he's here. They I don't know. Like, mate. I if thought... I called. Can you call for us? 
Well, I'll try. Can you call and say, well, this is Uncle Cracker. I want to talk to Joe Exotic. It was. (laughs) Now. Right now, I know Kenny Chesney. Now. Listen. I don't know if you know this or not, but I wrote a song with David Allen Cole. Let me talk to Joe Exotic. He was in this prison. Now. Let me talk to him now. It was just like last week, you know, a buddy of mine, Aaron Tippin, I was looking for him and I thought he might be staying down the street. So I called and I said, uh, you know. Yeah. Don't don't let people start yeah. telling you about their neighbors if they have neighbors that are famous. Because then they're starting talking about their block parties with their oh, neighbors. I know. It gets real fun at that. And you're just going, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're popular. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's well, you know him too. Oh, her too. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Your whole sentence is just names. That's weird. (laughs) So, uh, Uncle Cracker, what is the something you want to where can people find you? Where do you want people to go buy tickets? What are you doing? What do you got coming up that nobody knows about that you can talk about here? Maybe a prison tour to to play for Joe Exotic or something. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm not that hard to find. Uh, I mean, they can find me right here. Is it, is right it at Uncle Cracker on Instagram and everywhere else? Oh, yeah. Uh, yep, Instagram is Uncle Cracker. Oh, we weren't uh, trying to get you to give your address out. Uh, and Oh, I don't know what the... I don't really have anything going on though. You know, I just, uh, I'll probably put out a record in the fall or something like that, but I didn't know what you meant by that. So I was, I oh, you about to tour. You said you're fixing to be touring. I mean, yeah, these bills don't stop coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you got to raise your price up. You got to get up from the $20, uh, Uncle Cracker. (laughs) Start getting you $150 a show. Someday you'll get there. You know what I'm saying? Someday you'll get on them billboard charts, you know. You'll probably connect with people like Kenny Chesney and Bob, and y'all make some big things happen. Man, I will say this. One day. You know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, guys who come from – the rock world that go in that make it into the country world and every time i hear somebody does that i was like oh man no no here we go because they always do to be honest with you a lot of times they'll do subpar songs that everybody you know what they think country is and man i was so refreshed when i heard what you did because the things that you did in country are actual quality songs I want to thank you for that because, because you know when you. when you hear somebody coming in like and and you know people you love like you know Bon Jovi and the Eagles and stuff Stephen Tyler and then they'll come out with songs that it's like dude you could have done so much better than that there, there there's so much better songs and so much <laughs> better and and, and and you know and everybody's kind of cringing because they're like well they think that's what it is I guess. But you are one of those that you actually put out quality songs. And uh, well, anyway, I wanted you. to tell I you that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At Uncle Cracker. You make me tear up, Chris. Please, oh, it's true, please man. shed a tear right now. It is. No, I, seriously, yeah. it is true because cause I, it really is a thing that people people in the industry, 
you know, uh, when, when when people not in that genre comes and, and does a song, and maybe it's the same way the other way too, but, you know, they come out with a song and you're like, oh, my God, you, you could have got the best songs in this town or you could have come out with something that was just great. And then they come out with something that's just so – you know, a B or a C <laughs> song, but anyway, I, I I want to tell you that because because you're just one of those that come out and it's like, man, that's just such a great feel good and a well written song, and um, I, I don't I don't know if if you know if you, and I'm sure you you have a um, you know you have a huge say or, or all the say in what songs that you put out, but but I think people notice that people notice. When you're um, when you have quality in your lyrics and, and songs, and and I really truly believe that that people know that even if they don't, even if subconsciously, they know that it's a, a an authentic song, you know. Well, man, well, not only for just for other people or for for you know just for anybody else listening, but for yourself, you know, for. <clears throat> I got to go to my grave with that type of stuff, or, right? You know, and leave that behind for my kids. Uh, yeah. So it'd be tough to leave them just a bunch of junk sitting around that didn't mean nothing to me. You know, like there's got to be a little bit of reason why I haven't seen them in 20 years. You know, there's got to be something at the end of the day for them to. Uh, right. Yeah. Yell at, yeah. You That's know? a very good point. Uh, ben, can you uh, delete some of those tracks I just released? <laughs> yeah, can you can really? go ahead. Yeah, delete uh, probably the first O album. Yeah, uh. yeah, get rid of that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So uh, let's not put out. Uh, I married a moonshiner's daughter. Now she makes me liquor. Um, <laughs> no, I was gonna Is keep that, that one. Oh, was you? Yeah, I wanted that one on there. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Cracker, you've been a you've been a pleasure, my friend. And I, I want to say, normally I ask everybody that comes on the show to be my cousin, but you're already my uncle. So that'd be a little strange, but I am <laughs> uncle I, cousin. I did grow up in Arkansas, so it would be strange for us, but it'd be strange for Michigan. You know what I mean? So we'll just stay at uncle. Okay. Uncle. All right. Can I call you? uncle? Of course. Can I tell people online on my Facebook that I, we are actually related? I'm going to put uncle cracker is my uncle. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, you'll get the you'll get the request soon. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much, man, for, for coming on here. I really appreciate it. It's been awesome. Well, I do too. Awesome. I had a blast. Thank you, guys. Before you go, we do a uh, at the end of every episode, we do what's called unbelievable fact, and we want to get your take on it. We want you to tell us exactly what you think about it. You ready? Speaking yep. of speaking of you being my Cousin, uncle, children of identical twins are genetically siblings, not cousins. Speaking of cousins, so children of identical twins okay. are actually siblings, like brothers and sisters, even though they're cousins to us. But in genetically, they're actually siblings, not cousins, because of their genetic makeup. That's a fact. Wow. Really? Is that Come weird? On. Yeah, look it up. It's on the internet. <laughs> then it's true. Uh, that's that is true, though. Right. Look it up. Okay. Listen, look I'm it up. a little confused. I'll be honest with you. Okay, so identical twins. Okay, identical twins. They have children. 
Those right. children. So are you talking about they do some weird thing and they both have children together? No. Okay. Okay. Separately. If we were twins, we, we almost are. Yeah. We almost look exactly alike. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a little bit prettier, but we yeah. won't talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I have, I have a beard on the back of my head. That's right. We're identical twins. You go and find you a lady. You have children. I go and find me a lady. I have children. Mm-hmm. Those children are genetically siblings, not cousins. By the percentage. Huh. Well, they would be nieces and nephews anyway, even if it wouldn't be cousins. I'm saying genetically. The, we're not to, legally, yes, that's our yeah. cousin, cousin. Mm-hmm. But genetically, the genetic makeup would show up as if they were actually brother and sister. Then it, it wouldn't show up as cousins. Like if you took their blood and did a sample, it wouldn't show up as, oh, these are these are first cousins. They wouldn't do that. It would show up as, oh, these, are, these people must be brother and sister. That's what they're saying. Man, wow. I think I think you need to find facts that don't need this much explanation. <laughs> no, I kind of I like this fact, Ben. And I appreciate you ch- ch- chiming Shut in. Shut up, Ben. Get end. back in Please the closet. Please cut that out. Please cut that part right out, Ben. Before this episode, <laughs> Uncle Cracker, I apologize for being running his mouth right now. Uh, he's a big fan of yours, and I, I, just, I know he wanted to say something, so. He got his word in. We're going to cut it out. Don't worry about it. Uh, we still love you. Listen, Uncle Cracker, God bless you. We don't yes, want to sir. keep you any longer. We kept you too long already. I followed you on Twitter. I mean, on a Instagram, so I'm going to keep up with you. And uh, I'm going to watch uh, what you're doing. And if you come close, I'm coming to a show. Please do. Please do. Let me know if so. And, uh, all right. Right on. Hey, Thank you guys so much. Thank you, brother. On, brother. God bless you. God bless you. Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project Chats. And a big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Rodecaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it.